From the WMSA Newsroom, I'm Bob LaRue. State police yesterday identified the victim of a drowning on the Racket River in Norfolk. Troopers said following an autopsy completed yesterday, the victim was positively identified as 66-year-old Michael Bragg of Norfolk. Medical examiner Dr. Samuel Livingstone determined the cause of death to be asphyxiation due to warm water drowning. The death was ruled as accidental. Bragg's body was discovered by a canoeist late Sunday afternoon near the Norfolk Racket River Campground. Dive teams from the Messina and Parrishville Fire Departments assisted at the scene. U.S. Border Patrol officers at the port of entry in Messina say they recently arrested a 45-year-old woman who they found allegedly attempting to smuggle $10,000 worth of marijuana into the United States. She was turned over to New York State Police to face felony charges. Authorities say that during inspection, an officer noted what smelled like marijuana emanating from the vehicle. Upon secondary inspection, the woman, who was not immediately identified, claimed the stash was medical marijuana. Police then found a large bag containing five smaller bags with a total of 5.17 pounds of pot in the back of the car. She was taken into custody and subsequently charged with a felony count of second-degree criminal possession of cannabis. An Ogdensburg woman was arrested after being found in alleged possession of approximately $17,000 worth of heroin during a search of her Caroline Street residence. The Ogdensburg City Police Narcotic Enforcement Unit, with help from the St. Lawrence County Drug Task Force and local Homeland Security Investigations, discovered a half ounce of heroin at the home. She was arraigned in city court and released in her own recognizance pending further court action. A Norfolk man says he is offering a $500 reward for information that leads to the arrest and conviction of the driver who slammed into his parked vehicle in the driveway at his home on State Route 56 in the town of Norfolk, just north of Raymondville. The driver of the other vehicle then fled the scene. The incident happened last week at 9245 State Highway 56. According to the victim, a witness said the hit-and-run vehicle was a red sedan. Anyone with information can contact Norfolk Police at 315-384-4200. Franklin County reported just one new coronavirus case yesterday with three recoveries. Currently, there are just six active cases countywide with 21 people in tracing quarantines. However, Franklin County did report its first COVID-related deaths in recent weeks, bringing the county's overall total to 17. St. Lawrence County had just three coronavirus cases yesterday, but the numbers pushed the county past the 7,500 mark since the pandemic began. Currently, there are just 19 active cases countywide as the rates continue to fall. Four people are hospitalized. Messina has the most cases with four, Brazier three, and scattered ones and twos in ten other communities. The New York State Legislature passed a bill yesterday that's intended to jumpstart testing for 40 emerging contaminants in drinking water by every New York water utility. Approximately 2.5 million New Yorkers have not previously benefited from emerging contaminant testing. If the governor signs the bill, they will find out further if their water is safe to drink. The legislative action comes after a Siena College poll revealed that 64% of New Yorkers are very concerned about water pollution in New York State. Approximately 2,000 small water utilities in the state have not been required to test for the 40 emerging contaminants listed in the bill, including strontium, chromium-6, and many other chemicals. 
Small water utilities are exempt from federal testing requirements for emerging contaminants, which is leaving those customers in the dark. The SUNY Canton Small Business Development Center, the North Country Chamber of Commerce, and Ward Lumber are teaming up to present a seminar that will help small business owners understand how they can exit their companies. Too many business owners don't have a realistic plan for how to exit their business, earn a decent retirement income, and preserve the legacy they've built and the jobs they've created. Many also don't understand their options and don't have time to figure out on their own. The COVID-19 pandemic has only worsened an already challenging situation, forcing many baby boomers to accelerate their business exits. For those reasons, liquidation and closure often becomes the default option. Unfortunately, that option shortchanges the owners and results in lost jobs and economic assets for local communities. No matter how big or how small your business, the SUNY Canton Workshop will help business owners understand the exit process and help to decide which option makes the most sense. The seminar is next Wednesday, June 16th from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. It's free and open to the public. Advanced registration is required due to the limits of group sizing. Register online at canton.edu sbdc. From the WMSA Newsroom, I'm Bob LaRue.